0: Our text for this morning's meditation is from Romans chapter 6, these words, but now you have been set free from sin. So our text, but dear brothers and sisters in Christ, what does it mean? What does it mean to be set free from sin, that we in Christ have been liberated from sin? Well it means that our conscience our conscience has been delinked delinked from our sin that's what it means it means that our conscience has been delinked from our sin the sin that we commit every day and so our conscience being delinked from our sin we are no longer accused by the law of God leading to fear leading to dread leading to despair. Practical example. In a casual conversation in a store, we say something to a complete stranger which upon further reflection we determine was not the right thing to say. And in fact, it was the wrong thing to say. It was sinful. So we begin to brood about it. We contemplate what we've said. What can we do to make up for it? We didn't know the person. There's no way we can find the person. And what we have said to them might have been for them life-altering, and life-altering not in a good way. We're stuck. What can we do? Well, as we have turned in upon ourselves, contemplating what we have said, we begin to snap at others. We neglect work which we should do. We stop taking care of ourselves as well. And over time, it just seems like we are stuck. We are entrapped, enslaved to the one little statement that we made to a complete stranger. To that sin. We then begin to think of ourselves as failures, as misshapen, misformed, in some way not fit really for life in this world. I mean, if we can't get the little things right, the tiny conversations with strangers and stores, how can we get the big things right? How can we handle something more? We could go on and on and on now, but what I've described and what the Holy Spirit points out. For us in Romans 6 is that apart from Christ, apart from faith in Christ and the forgiveness of sin which flows to us daily, hourly, minute by minute in Christ, we are indeed enslaved, enslaved to sin. Our conscience is linked to even the most simple of mistakes law of God written on our hearts, amplifying those mistakes, those sins, and they therefore are that with which we need to live every single day of our lives, defining us. But not for those who are in Christ Jesus. Not for those who believe in Christ as their Savior from just such sins. Not for those who would live each day with Christ as as Lord, with Christ as King, with Christ as the Good Shepherd who restores daily our souls, as we read in Psalm 23. Back to the store. Back to the conversation with a complete stranger. Stupid things said, which in retrospect was the wrong thing to say. For the Christian, for me, for you, it's a simple matter of acknowledging that stupidity. That sin of confessing our sin in our evening prayers and in praying for forgiveness, knowing that in Christ we have been forgiven. Well, what happens then? Our consciences are delinked from that event. Our consciences no longer need to deal with the law that accuses us there. Our consciences are free to consider us once again to be children of God. So that's what it means when we sing in one of the liturgies whose blood sets us free to be children of God. Sets us free. Sets our consciences free from the sin with which we must deal every day as that which defines us. But there's more. There's more to being set free from sin. Expression of the Holy Spirit of God. Being set free from sin means that so often when we are confronted with sin, we can simply walk away. Walk away. We don't have to participate, we don't have to take part. It's it's not our only option, and we need to acknowledge that this is so and that this indeed happens. Yes, it's a simple idea, but it's one we face every single day. When we're in a store, should we steal? Or not. When we're talking to someone, should we lie or not? When we're looking at our neighbor's possession, should we covet them or not? It's not that it's easy, is it? Sometimes it's hard. It's, it's, it's very hard. But Luther notes, Luther notes that the difference between those who are Christians and are holy and others who are without faith in the spirit or have ceased to care and lost them is this. Though the faithful still suffer from sinful lust as others do, they continue in repentance and in the fear of God and keep their faith so that their sins are forgiven for Christ's sake because they resist and do not give way to sin. They continue in forgiveness and their weakness is not unto death and condemnation as with others without repentance, without faith, go willfully on in their desires contrary to their consciences even and thus thrust away both faith and the Holy Spirit of God. So Luther. Of course, we have not been set free from sin. We really have no choice. We simply follow our desires and will blindly and we do that what we think is best, whatever the consequence may be. What else is there? What else can there be? It's life. Life as we know it. You know, on our trip, on our trip these past couple of weeks, I had to learn to trust Google Maps. Learn to trust it. Boy, that was hard. It's not like I knew where I was going in the first place. And yeah, we always got to where we were going, but sometimes in the most interesting of ways. And towards the end of the trip, after a long day of driving, we found ourselves on the interstate just south of Fort Wayne, Indiana, with about an hour to go. And an alert came up on Google Maps telling us of traffic ahead, even of long delays, and giving us an alternative route, a different way of going, which I drove right by. I was tired. I just wanted to get to Fort Wayne. I didn't want to get off the interstate. And so five minutes later there, we sat. And we sat. And we sat. And we sat. Cars around us turned off their engines. We sat. As an accident was cleared up ahead of us. But I really did have the option to choose, didn't I? Yeah. Now you might say, Ah, Pastor, that Google thing can't be trusted. I've tried to use it and found myself in the middle of nowhere. Go with your gut. The thing is, without Google Maps, we had no options. We had no knowledge of what lay ahead. We did not know that there was traffic or an accident or whatever. And many times already on the trip, it had taken us around a number of difficulties. Realize now that this is an example. An example. Google Maps isn't perfect, far from it. But the idea that in going down the road, never gone down before, we're given the option of not having to go down that exact road, of not having to drive into trouble, of being able to go around trouble. Well, that fits right into our text, doesn't it? Being set free from sin i being set free on the one hand of being burdened by sins that we've committed in our ignorance and stupidity and on the other hand by being given the strength to identify what sin is and fight against it and truly repent of it. Truly can be a messy thing. So let's simplify. Let's understand our freedom from sin, our daily life of forgiveness in Christ, our life lived by the grace of God being a life in which daily we travel a road, a road laid out before us by the world. But by our side as we travel that road, we don't have Google Maps, but the map laid out for us by the Holy Spirit of God in His Word. A map not connected to the Internet electronically, but a map connected to the living God, our loving Heavenly Father, spiritually, who would so often every day as we are faced with sin that lies on the road ahead, lay out for us an alternative route. A route which we may not understand, a route which we are hesitant to take, but a route which we are indeed free to take, free to take. So let's summarize. When the Holy Spirit tells us in Romans six that we have been set free from sin, he means, among other things, that we have, on the one hand, been set free from a life lived in guilt and anger and despair, and on the other hand, we've been set free, too, by the guidance of the Holy Spirit, take an alternative route. To the one which the world has laid before us. We can do this in Christ, for it is His blood shed for us on the cross, shed for our sin. It is the blood of Christ which has set us free to be people of God. Amen. Now may the peace which passes all understanding keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus and a life everlasting. Amen. We rise and sing the offertory.